But the quality of the of the cinematography in the pilot episode is head and shoulders above the cinematography throughout the rest of the season. 100%. And it's noticeably constricting to me, the cinematography in that, in that pilot episode. In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it? Ted, he's back. It's episode 185. You know what I'm talking about? He's back. Um, which one? Uh, we'll get to what we're watching in a minute. Oh, okay, okay, cool. You know what I'm talking about now. Yeah. Okay, good. We'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I okay, you were talking about like I gotta drink beer or else I'm getting water. I don't even know what that means. It means I'm I I had some uh I had some nuts right before this. Oh a little, tra- a little trail mix. These nuts? <laughs> My own nuts. What are you talking about? Anyway. Um all right, so the beer and you know, if you get a little parched anyway. Yeah. This beer is one of those independent brewing company, you know, the cans here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a Tarantula Hills Brewing Company. And it's in Thousand Oaks, California, so right up the road here. Um, it's a two-row crystal. There's a two-row and there's a crystal. Yeah, yeah. There's That's the malts. Okay, the malts. Okay, good. I was, I yeah. was testing you. That's what it says right here. <laughs> M- Mosaic, uh, Amaril- and Amarello... And Simcoe. These these are some of my favorite of the hops. Those are all the hops, correct? These are this, this is one of my favorite hops, and it was kind of a another last minute beer that I had to go pick up at a liquor store. I went into one liquor store. I went into one liquor store, and I was like, uh, "Do you have any singles?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, singles." And he points me to the case of singles, and it's all like, and he just gives you the little like two ounce shooters. No, no, they're like old English. They're like 40s and all the 40s and stuff. <laughs> nice. And I was like, nope, sorry. I'm going to another establishment. So the other liquor store. Fort, like malt liquor. <laughs> the other liquor store had this. You're going to go sit on the porch and just like in a bag. <laughs> all right, let's pop it. All right, while you're doing that, I have uh, Alms Craft Beer, Alms Hell. And this is one of, uh, this is. Uh, day three of my oh that's right advent inverse <laughs> german advent calendar um it's pretty low though it's 5.2 percent okay and uh, i have no idea what this is i'm guessing it's some sort of a lager mm. alms hell i don't know i can't even see the rest of it it's all so tiny i don't have glasses but i don't even care i'll let you know okay I'll give you some taste notes while you crack that open. By all means, please feel, feel, speak freely. It's a juicy. It's very juicy. I think that. Oh, it's one of those like juicy, hazy, sweet ones. Uh, I, I, it's, I'm, <laughs> so you're going to you're going to like take away my beer drinking card. But look out of the can. You have. Wait, what? You have no glass. I have no glass tonight. Oh, this guy can't decant. Wait. <laughs> What, you, you have an earthquake? They all broke? No, they're in the house. I'm out here. I was like, let's get this thing going. This guy, man. You know, that's dedication, though. That's dedication. <laughs> you know what you do? Like, you open your mouth and you, you tilt your head back and, like, you decant in your mouth. Oh, decant it in your mouth. That's crazy. Okay, I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. How's yours? Oh, wow. Oh, man. That is wild and not wild like wild yeast, but that's, yeah, woof. That is that is torture. Oh, it's not good. Oh, I don't know what it is. 
I don't know what this thing is, man. It's like <laughs> I almost need to go get my glasses so I can read what I'm drinking here. Uh oh. Is it even in English? Is it in German? Ted, I'm half blind. I can't see. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on. Get the young one out here. Yeah, it's uh, it's five. Like I said, it's five point two, so it's not heavy. Mine's seven point oh. Wow, I don't even know the tasting notes. Like it's crazy mud. Really, it looks so clean and crisp. No, it is. But now, when was the last time you had a beer, though? Earlier today. Oh, really? About an hour ago. Okay. Um, no, I had a, a, a I had an IPA earlier pre dinner. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be masking this like that. Yeah. No, no, not at all. This is. I don't even know what I'm tasting. I can't even say like hop or lot. <laughs> I, I got to think about it. I got to think about it. So while I so w- when I was walking out of that first liquor store and I was staring at all these 40s that I used to drink like on, on the regular. Right. You know, you tape, you duct tape your hands to the 40s, you know. <laughs> and uh, oh, if my kids are listening, don't do that in college. It's not not don't do that. then. But you walk around and it says malt liquor and then it says lager or like fine lager or something like that. And I'm just like, I'm so anti lager. I'm just such a I don't know. I just I just need the ales. Uh, your week, the week. Tell me about your week. So my week, you know, it actually started the day of our last uh, recording because I forgot to mention because it had just happened. Okay. Audrey, Audrey had this killer water polo game. Um, they went into overtime last week. They were up most of the game and then the, the other team came back and they scored and they tied it up to go out into overtime. And then the first overtime and the first, what is it? The first half of overtime because it's two three minute halves or two i don't know what it was but anyway so in the first half of overtime uh they went down one score so they went into the last three minutes of the game completely down down a goal and audrey drove and she scored the tying goal and then she scored the go-ahead goal and they won by one point in overtime last week smashed another girl in the face On the regular. She says she gets kicked in the chest a lot, and she doesn't like it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never played water polo. I mean, and you, it's not like you have padding. It's pretty intense. So then we had a game this week. Uh, they won pretty handily on Wednesday against uh, Burbank High School. So this is John Burroughs playing against Burbank. And then tonight we went out to Glendale High. Glendale! <laughs> So we're in Glendale and we're there in the high school. The girls go down. They go down. Uh, what is it? Like seven to two at the first half. And I was like, oh, my God, they're down by five. Wow. Five, five goals. How how long are the halves? They're two six minute quarters, I believe. All right. So it's like 12 minutes a half. Yeah. And does 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 the clock stop like every whistle and such? Or does it just it stops on whistles? But they it's a pretty liberal uh uh, referee space, you know, they can, they can, the guy just called the game at the end. Cause he was just like, they're going to run it out. There's no way they could win. So just, I mean, two, four, six minute quarters, that's 24 minutes. And Audrey's in the whole time. How long does the game take though? Takes uh half an hour, 40 minutes. Okay. So it is pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. And Audrey's in the whole game. <laughs> she plays the whole game <laughs> and she's treading water the whole time. And she's like, Treading water is just like walking. I'm like, you are crazy. Yeah, in space. <laughs> Man. Well, good. I'm glad she's having some success at it. And she's uh, she'll be on varsity next year then, huh? I think so. We'll we'll see. We'll see where, where she lands. Well, she's a sophomore this year. She's a sophomore this year. Yeah. So probably 
probably be on varsity. She'll be on varsity as a junior. Yeah. And we lost our goalie. We lost the varsity goalie to uh, COVID. Well, not lost. Yeah. Right? That's, that's yeah. so bad. We didn't lose her to COVID. I mean, she's she's out for a couple games. I know what you mean. She's out. Yeah. You didn't, Right. She didn't. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not funny. But yeah, so she's out. So then they pull up the JV goalie. And then we have a girl that's brand new and hasn't played and she's blocking stuff. And, and our, and our, uh, Lily, our friend, the goalie from that was JV that went to varsity. She's, she's amazing. She's, she's tiny, but she gets all over the place with her hands and she's, she's pretty good about, she has pretty good range regardless. Yeah. So how was your week? What did, what did, what did you do? Do anything fun? Well, week. So probably two. Th- main things the first one is we booked all of our uh we we booked colorado for the summer so you know again i'm doing the leadville 100 mountain bike race so when you say summer end of summer august right august uh 13th is the race day okay and we will be arriving on the 8th now i seem to remember that there's slim pickens for uh accommodation well yeah so they're like 2019 by the time i realized what was going on it it was slim because we we decided to book a little bit late so we stayed at copper mountain the following year i got in again and we booked early and we were like pretty much in a, in a condo like right on the the start line okay good and it got canceled because oh, that right. was the first year of covid then last year i got it was like a 50 50 lottery so they didn't necessarily do everybody they they said if you were in in 2020 then 2021 22 it was like a lottery which year did you get in and i was a little bit late getting there so now i'm in 2022 which is fine and then i had this hard stuff going on so i was like man do i book do i not book and then i thought you know what we're gonna book and if something happens and i can't can't race then we'll volunteer or something screw it and you've been but you've been free of any abnormalities since you give up i have been yeah yeah for a couple weeks now so we didn't get into town again this year because everything got picked up and booked up and everything so we're back at copper mountain okay and i I thought about it i'm like you know what that's probably a good thing though because we're there a week ahead of time Mm -hmm. and the thing i really enjoyed about the first year i did leadville was we weren't in the mix of all the 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 festivities you know and we would drive into town and do whatever we would do. It's like 20 minute drive. It's not even far, 25 minutes. And uh, we would do what we do. And then we were able to get away and it was really quiet. It was really chill, calm. And it really, I think, helped with the 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 pre-race anxiety okay. and such, right? The pre-race nerves uh-huh. because you're not there. You don't see everything that's going on. Right. You don't see like, oh my God, there's a thousand bikes nicer than mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that guy's legs are way more muscular than mine, you know, kind of a thing, right? Yeah. You don't see anybody because you're like kind of removed a little bit. You're out of the mix. You're not in the uh you're not in the same hotel like in those exactly con- you're not in a convention hotel where you're exactly. running to people like ten times before the seminar or whatever totally right (laughs) and it's funny though it got me thinking i'm like you know maybe my hesitation was a good thing because 
it'll save me on those pre-race jitters and stuff. Yeah. And I won't know anything until I show up on race morning. You know, you're not going to run into the Tom Brady of Leadville that wears all exactly. seven belt buckles at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, he'll have them somehow welded all together, you know, into like and, a, into like a, like uh, a like shield, a, like a, what do you call it? Like a wrestler's belt, a WWF yeah. uh, <laughs> world champion thing with like some massive, yeah. like, it's almost like it's, it's some sort of like a, a police riot shield of belt buckles. <laughs> it got me thinking. I'm like, okay, I, 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 I'm, I feel better because I was kind of concerned. I'm like, oh my god, we're not going to be there. We got to live out. We got to stay outside of town again. But then I thought about it. I'm like, totally better. I think. I looked. I looked it up. Half an hour away. Half an hour out of town. There's that one cool little hairpin turn, though, I see on the road there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we did that a couple of years ago in 2019, three years ago, whatever. And it wasn't bad at all. I mean, you hop in the car by the time, like, you know, whatever, you're just you're, you're there. You know, it's no big deal. And then I'm doing a gravel race in Ojai, California in on March 19th. So I got that hotel booked. And then we're doing the Tahoe uh 100 but that's 100 kilometers not miles oh wow and we're doing the tahoe one and i have not yet had that one booked so i have to book that one so three events this year uh two of which are booked and then the other news is you know tim's birthday's coming up right and we got him well both he and mike but you know tim's birthday was the excuse to give it to the boys but it was the Super NES. Nice. And you get like the game, like it's loaded. It's preloaded with all the games, you know. So That was the purple one, right? It had purple buttons on it. Exactly. And it, it's preloaded with all the games. So after dinner, we gave it to him and, and or while dinner was cooking, we gave it to him. We got it all hooked up. So has he has Tim played it yet? Oh, yeah. Tim, Mike, me and Clarissa were playing Street Fighter 2. I mean, we were just kicking ass, <laughs> you know, it's. And uh, yeah, so it was a lot of fun, you know, and it's like what 90, 1991 ish, you know, Nintendo games and stuff. So yeah, they're loving it, you know, so. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, wait, who's your character? Who's your character? I don't know. I was playing them all. Oh, I'm, I'm Blanca. Blanca, the big green monster, dude. Oh, that one. Yeah. And I used to have tear. I used to have uh, torn, torn jeans like that. And I would walk around like Blanca, but I I left my shirt on. I'm just so funny you remember Blanca, man. And I I think the one I kicked ass most with was the was the chick. Oh, Chun Li, yeah. How do you remember all this? <laughs> Chun Chun Li, I don't know. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I played it a lot. Wow, you got a good memory. No, nah, I mean you know for some things. <laughs> I'll have to say, like we were playing it, and like you know, I win, they win. You know, it was just back and forth. And man, the boys were just like, it was almost full contact Street Fighter 2 <laughs> in the room. <laughs> and I was like, you guys can't be running around the room with the controller. They're like ripping the thing out of the TV, you know. And Oh, no, I know. But it's cool, though. I mean, it, you know, it was uh, it comes with like 25 games or some 20 some odd games, nice. whatever, 21 games. Yeah. So we'll have a lot of fun with it. I told him, I said, all right, it's bedtime. It's and they're like, oh, I don't want to go to bed. I'm like, you guys got all day tomorrow to play. <laughs> all right, Ted. So, oh, you got you did get a glass. Nice. I got a glass. Well done, my man. All right. So severance. Severance. Well, before that, why did you send me the SNL from like 94? Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> 
I don't know. I guess I don't know. It was in my feed, I guess, and I was like quickly trying to send you severance. And then I sent you a YouTube link and I was sent it. And then I got home and I looked at the YouTube link and I'm like, what's this? And I didn't even, I've never even watched it. I guess, you know, it was weird, but I. The end was the best though, because the black people were like gaming the white people. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it was, it was funny for sure. Yeah, that was good. All right. Severance. I do this every day at like 345. (laughs) I cut work out of my brain. You just blank out. That's it, man. I blank out. No, what's the one with the ticking clock? Remember and oh, 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 yeah, uh, maniac, maniac, maniac. It reminded me. It, no, it totally reminded me of maniac. Totally, yeah. Severance reminds me of maniac with uh, Jonah Hill. That's right, Jonah Hill and uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone, yeah, that's what this reminds me of. It, so it's quirky, you know. It has this quirkiness to it. it. Has like an '80s vibe. Yeah, here's my. Oh, the song helps, you know. Here's my here's my take on the story. Ben Stiller. Okay. Uh, he's talking to some friends or something, and his friends talk about you know leaving a company, you know, like getting canned from a company and getting a severance package, you know. So you're saying like in real life? In real life, they're down at the Ivy. Okay, yeah. They're on uh, Robertson at the Ivy, you know, where everybody likes to lunch. <laughs> uh, you don't. <laughs> I have no so idea what right, you're talking about. Right across the street from the kids' uh, pediatrician in in Beverly Hills is the Ivy, and it's a restaurant that that is known to cater to the ho- the Hollywood types. So there's always like uh, TMZ out front, and they're trying to figure out who's going to be there. So it's like the paparazzi would hang out there. I don't know since it since COVID, but pre COVID it was it was a it was a spot. Yeah. So Ben Stiller's there with some friends hanging out and he said, like, you're speculating. You don't know this. Right. Right. I don't know this. I don't know this. This Okay. And he's like, could you? And the guy's got, you know, a severance package. And he goes, look at the legal, look at the legal copy in the severance package and what it says I have to do. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, you know, talk to or, you know, whatever. And it feels like that legal copy is just layered into this this trailer. Like you have to forget your all your friends, and once you know, like I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting take. No, I get that. So it's it's kind of like what you're saying is it's like uh, a legal brief for a severance package coming into life. And what if you were to play out the legal brief? And yeah, in, by the letter the of the show. <laughs> yeah, by the letter of the legal brief, which That's sounds I mean. like yeah. yeah, which sounds like so uh, almost magical, <laughs> you know? Right. And it's almost like a non-compete. And then you have to write exactly. Yeah. And then it was all typed on the old computers. (laughs) But it, yeah, it looks, I like the Christopher Walken and John Turturro angle. It's so weird, right? They're so weird in the, you know, they're like some odd, Uh, I mean, good actors, but like actors, actors you wouldn't expect in, you know, a show of this caliber, maybe. I don't know. And, and you know, it's going to, and is it a show or is it a movie? You know, it feels like a movie could be a show. It, It feels like a series to me see it feels like a series to you felt like a move movie movie to me yeah feels like a movie to you wow okay interesting now do we know what it is 
we should do our homework. I mean, yeah, this is how terrible we are. I mean, this is like what happens when we like th- when oh, we like clapped a show together last minute. It's a TV series. You are correct. It is a series. Yeah, totally felt like it from the way they were presenting it and everything, you know. And okay, I mean, I don't know. It's Apple TV. I think it's tra- uh, trainer fodder. Okay, okay. Uh, when we get to what we're watching, we're in the middle of an Apple TV show. As per your recommendation. Oh, okay. So I'm looking extremely forward to talking about it, awesome. though we have one episode to the end of season one. Okay. So we didn't quite finish. I tried to plow it in, but we couldn't get it done. <laughs> I hope it's something that I haven't e- maybe I haven't even finished. No, you've seen it. All of it? You're probably in season three now. Oh, oh, good. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay. Yeah, we'll get all there. Right, we'll get right, there. All right. All right. Severance, Apple TV Plus. Anyway, Severance. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm gonna watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is gonna be one of those five in the morning when I'm when uh, before work when I'm training. Okay. Kind of like you know I don't know maybe it's gonna be thirty minutes, forty five, forty six minutes. I don't know maybe an hour. Hopefully not more than uh, an hour. I mean, you know, I like when they're 30 minute episodes and I like when they're one hour episodes. It annoys me when they're 45 minute episodes because then it's like doesn't fit into your schedule. If I'm on a trainer workout, (laughs) it's like the trainer's one hour. Right. Right. And it's like, okay, now I watch one episode and 15 minutes. (laughs) And then it's like I got to sometimes with those cliffhangers. That's perfect. If you watch Witcher like that, you can totally watch Witcher like that. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to be in the middle of like that's what always annoyed me about 24. We always we always talk about 24, right? <laughs> I, in my in my head, in my head, I'm like five, four, three, two. One. I was like, here's the 24 mention on on cue. Thank you. On cue. Thank you. <laughs> and the thing about it, though, is like when you think about like your day, the top and bottom of every hour <laughs> isn't isn't like life and death, right? Right, right. Otherwise, I mean, think about it. Jack Bauer should be like at 6 a.m. <laughs> oh, my God. It's another top of the hour. Like, <laughs> I don't, what, what crazy <laughs> thing's going to happen to me now? He's like, he's like somebody new is in his life and is like, just wait. <laughs> just let's let's do it on all the right, other end right. of this hour all because right. we got to we got to it's eight. Going. It's eight fifty two. We got eight minutes just, until something crazy goes <laughs> off the rails. Just give me just give me 10 minutes and then we'll be fine. Then we can settle in and do whatever it is. <laughs> right. Do. Oh, God. Nine oh two. And then I'm good to go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so I guess you're right about that. If you could watch a show, and I, I forget, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about this, and they were saying like the first episode uh-huh. or the first night of watching a series, they always go like an hour and a half. Yeah, and then they watch it every hour on the hour. So in other words, they go an hour and a half, and then they finish at the thirty minute mark of the next episode because it's always like. You watch the cliffhanger and get right into it. Resolution, yeah. And then when you turn it off, there's no cliffhanger. Right, right. It just ends. So, like, that's how they're gaming the system. Were you listening to our podcast, one of our earlier pods? Because we talk about that. We talk about that before. I know. Gaming the system, man. Gaming the system. Ugh. It's such a formative show, that 24. We, you know, it, it, it was definitely ahead of its time and it had a lot to offer there. It is, but you watch it now and you're just like, what the hell is this? It's terrible. You know, well, they had to fill 24 episodes. They had to sell soap in the valley. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, the greatest hits. All right. The, the greatest <laughs> hits. I wish I knew what episode that was. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. I mean, quick recap. I think it's I think it's trainer fodder material. I mean, it's something I think is is going to capture me. And I don't know if I'm going to. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get into it, but I'll try it. Right. Try it out. Yeah, I'll try it. Um, gateway, gateway uh, show into this <laughs> weird space. You you haven't been watching The Shrink Next Door. That's what I thought you were referring to before. But no, ha- no, I have a different one. We're gonna and talk about. So I really think there's a there's a weird Apple TV Plus niche that is developing. So with with you know a lot of the shows and even the foundation, you know. It's kind of quirky, you know what I mean? It's a, it's it's a quirkier of the fantasy. Now that I've seen some straight fantasy in Witcher, I'm like, oh, this is different than 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 the foundation. And so I think Apple TV Plus is setting itself up as a, a boutique, uh, small product media company, and they they have uh, their offerings are going to be on the quirkier side. You know, I I feel like they are. I think A24 and Amazon are deep, deep, you know, in each other's pockets. Not in a bad way. I think they're deeply connected. Um, but I think if they weren't, I think A24 and Apple TV Plus would be a good marriage. Yeah, I could see that because, I mean, A24 has those one-off quirky kind of movies and such. And and if they got into any kind of series, I can imagine they would be kick-ass. Right. And, yeah, you know, when you bring it up, though, now that you mention it... It's almost as if Netflix is more the mainstream yep. turning into like an NBC, ABC kind of thing. Like I, I was thinking more CBS because it's, got, you know, the Big Bang Theory and <laughs> or CBS. But no, they have like uh, the plane that crashed. But oh, it yeah. never Like what, what? what's that one manifest or something? Manifest. Yeah, it's like. We got through the first season and it's like, okay, I'm done. I can't, I can't like invest my time into something that's your mom, your mom left and you're like, I don't have to keep watching this anymore. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So you mentioned in Dr. Strange, you're going to have to watch this frame by frame. I watched it. I watched it again. Tell me about that. I watched it. I watched a couple times. I watched it like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, so it has some cameos in it. Is that a Tom Cruise? So it's Tom Cruise and John Krasinski. Who's John Krasinski playing? John Krasinski is playing uh, Mr. Uh, Fantastic. I totally missed him. Yeah. Tom Cruise was Iron Man. I got that one. But the thing that I wanted to watch, the reason that I was like, I got to frame through this a little bit, is it looked a little like a deep fake. Didn't it? A little bit. Well, I mean, why did Tom Cruise look so young? Like, it looked like they gave a... See, and that's maybe that's what it was. A Tom Cruise from 30 years ago. They'd use that. They used the, you know, the Rogue One, end of Rogue One animatics or on their face, maybe. And that's what did it. So are you speculating that we got duped on this one by a deep fake? Is that what you mean? Well, it, I had to double check what the source was and it was Disney Plus. So I figured like this is good to go then if it's from the actual Disney Plus channel on YouTube. Maybe it's the Russian research agency or something. <laughs> and they're trying to give us like a fake Doctor Strange uh... to distract us from the Ukraine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? 
Yeah, I you know, I watched it a few times. I mean, seeing Wanda was cool. Seeing, you know, I mean, the, the Tom Cruise Iron Man, I don't know what, why they, I mean, if Iron Man is Tony Stark. But it's a different universe. Well, but again, it's not even Iron Man because even if it was Tom Cruise, where's the Iron Man goatee, the Tony Stark goatee? <laughs> Well, I think I I, I, I I turned to Anne when this was on and I said, I think and she said it's stupid. Why would they why would they do this? And I said, I think originally when they were casting for Iron Man. I don't know if I'm that critical about it, but Yeah, well, you know, she she was given a hot take. <laughs> and I said and I said, uh, I think when they were casting Robert Downey Jr., one of the asks that went out at the, around the same time was for Tom Cruise. Oh, for, for real it was. I think so. And, you know, okay. somebody can fact check me on that or not, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's our podcast. We'll say we, we reach out if Reach out if I'm wrong. But yeah, so I think in the mind of, you know, a true meta follower of Marvel in some alternate universe – Tom Cruise was cast as Robert Stark. I mean, yeah, Robert Stark, yeah. Tony Stark. Tony Stark, Robert. Who's Robert? Is that a dad? I don't know. No, that's Hart. I don't know. Anyway. No, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Robert, that's why it is. That's why I said Robert Stark. And the dad is... Howard. Howard Stark, yes. Yeah. You, wait, you're pulling names from like 91 but I, from Street Fighter 2, but, but you can't I'm remember like from Downey a trailer Jr. ago, 10 <laughs> minutes after watching it. Yeah, What the heck is this guy doing? But I know Krasinski's in there as, you know, in the uh, Fantastic Four suit. Okay, I got to watch it again. I totally missed him. See, I told you what to watch Ray Ray Ray. Anyway, so those are, those are the two big cameos and they kind of look yeah, like deep fakes yeah. to me. So I don't know. Maybe. It looks... It looks I can't wait. I don't know. Do you have to age them down? Like, why age them down? Unless it goes some for some reason with the storyline, why would you make Tom Cruise look like it's risky business? Right, right, right. Right. I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't get it. Well, he's not in his underwear, so, you know. It doesn't have to have a... It doesn't have to have a time matching timeline. You know what I mean? Think, things can in, in another universe can happen at different times. But Tom Cruise isn't... Is it? Uh, That's what I know. I'm saying. I'm saying. Like, make him, make him the age he is now. It's not like he looks like he's a hundred. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He still looks good. You know. Uh, just do practical, mad, ma- practical makeup, not this crazy digital makeup. I know. I know. But I guess you know maybe it's it's one of those uh, Scientology things <laughs> where he's like, I gotta look like I'm the day I entered Scientology. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I mean, is I'm curious now. I don't know if we're watching an actual I know, trailer right? and stuff, and 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 I would, you know, anybody. I mean, call us on it. Yeah, you know, just so you guys are idiots. <laughs> oh, and please call us an idiot. Why so are we funny. listening to you when you can't even get the proper trailers out? Because You're they the like experts. us. Because they like us. I guess so. I hope. I hope they do. All right, man. Yeah, I mean, Doctor Strange. It's Marvel. It's Disney Plus. I mean. This day and age, it's low-hanging fruit. Right. So what we're watching. So let me jump into what uh, what I was talking Servant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you brought it up last week. You're like, oh, third, third series third season. Or, or yeah. season. 
M. Night Shyamalan coming out, man. Oh, show's great. So, so you, you only watched a few episodes, like six, five or six episodes or four or five episodes. I think we saw like seven episodes. I think okay. there's eight or something. You're almost done with the first season. Yeah, we just, man, it's like we just couldn't get that last one squeezed in there before before recorded. I was, you know, whatever. It, but but tell me, tell me, how fresh is it? How how long have you been watching? How, how long did it take you to watch these seven episodes? Four days or something. Okay, so it's very recent. Yeah, yeah. Can you? tell me if i remember this correctly because the way i remember it okay and the way i explained this to other people that were watching it at the same time or i clued them in at work to have them watch it and it was only a few episodes in like four episodes in but the quality of the of the cinematography in the pilot episode is head and shoulders above the cinematography throughout the rest of the season 100 percent, and it's noticeably constricting to me the cinematography in that in that pilot episode because of like when they're talking to each other like the girl shows up yeah yeah and the wife is talking to her and it's like her face is just like on the screen <laughs> you're, you're taken aback by it because you're like why are you so close to me right back up a little bit you get that sense she's just in your face but but you but she's in your face and and to me the the impetus so you know you and i have talked many episodes about the mr robot framing and the way that they push people down to the bottom and to do all that right right so this has a similar aesthetic that it's going for but instead of you observing the characters in in the frame and how they're being treated by the frame this one does it in such a way where it puts you in a locked off camera so the so cameras on sets they're on dollies and cranes and 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 jibs and all that stuff contraptions to jibs exactly making them making a move and stuff so you have this beautiful movement through space that it does in the first episode of servant it's locked down they put the camera somewhere and they just set up a shot and the actors like act in that space and when the camera throughout the room and such yeah and like that kitchen the kitchen shot is the shot that just like shook me a little bit because everything's playing out in the distance out of focus and stuff like that and then somebody comes in closer and you're like and it's and everything's like feels askew and if you were in those positions in real life you would move <laughs> you would move out of the space that makes you feel so uncomfortable like being that close to somebody's face that you're not that you're that you don't know very well and it's just like you can't move so it's it's all part of the the aesthetic and as they're talking, the brother and the and the husband, oh, yeah. the brother-in-law and the husband, as they're talking, there's like this 45 degree downward angle at their face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're kind of like talking to each other, but at like this, but the camera's at this weird like 45 degree angle. And it gives you this like off kilter sort of sense of something's just not right. And it keeps you and off they're balance. trying to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, you're off balance. They're trying to figure it out. You're trying to figure out while you, why you feel off balance while they're, you know, like. Yeah. And it totally sets the mood and everything. And then as the show goes on, it becomes more of like a conventional pan and scan sort of. <sighs> when it moves the camera in that second episode. 
I, my heart sank and I was just like, I guess I'm going to get through it. I'm kind of invested in the story. I want to see where it goes from here. Exactly. They do get a little bit like when she walks in from the rain and they show her ankles and feet walking mm-hmm. in from the mm-hmm. rain. There's and then when her uncle it. walks in, yeah. he has the exact same and he's wet and his feet are, you know, squishing. Yeah, and yeah. His, shoes or all whatever they are and stuff are you guys into the story then oh i'm into the story yeah i mean i don't know where it's going i don't know what it is and right now the best i could tell is the girl brought her her baby there because of like the incest rape sort of thing that's that's uh assumed yeah i don't know if that's what the actual thing is knowing m night it's probably something there's probably a village around the corner <laughs> And some aliens under the door and yeah. Yeah. And everybody's dead. <laughs> you know, I mean, who yeah. knows what he's going to come up with, but. And there's a lady in the lake in the tub and yeah. <laughs> right. You know, so, you know, I mean, it, it has my interest and I'm into it. Like some of his stories I don't think are that great. However, I do like his directing. I do like his camera work and the cinematography and everything. Yeah. I mean, Unbreakable, Unbreakable to me is his best work. It's funny, though, like I thought about I'm like, okay, in the sixth sense, (laughs) they gave us all the clues. It was up to me to see it. And then they went back and showed me all the clues. How stupid are you? You didn't. Yeah. As I'm watching, I'm like, is that a clue? I wonder if that's a clue. They're showing him like peeling the skin off the eels. Is that a clue? (laughs) Like the whole time I'm trying to like game the system to see if like that's a clue or not, you know? And yeah, I don't know what the hell's a clue because, you know, it's all you got to you got to know the clues in context. Right. Right. And if you don't know what's going to come after the scene because you don't you can't see the future, of course. You don't know if what you're watching is relevant or not. So if it's a clue, you don't even know if it's a clue. Uh, I'm two seasons in and I don't even know what's a clue and what's not a clue. Like I did that. I did that the first season, too. And then by the second season, I was like, oh, this is completely different. This is like, you know, more. It's more along the line, more along the lines of horror than gotcha. Got it. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was thinking, like. Are we watching like more horror? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think sometimes people get confused between horror and slasher. Yeah. Right. And horror, I think, is more of don't go in the room because something creepy is going to happen. Like the dog, the feral dogs just in there. And you're like, how the heck? Yeah. And it's not like you don't even care how the dog got in there. The mere fact it's just there is creepy. Right. Right. Yeah. And it just makes it like it makes you your back quiver, you know, your spine quiver. But I think, you know, the story got me. And I think the cast is is really, really strong. Yeah. The cast is rich. <laughs> the brother-in-law, Rupert Grant as Ju- Julian, whatever. Like, he's my favorite character. So he shows up before he says a word. I, I look at Clarissa. I'm like, Harry Potter. <laughs> no, I, I look. I go. I go. American accent or British accent? <laughs> because we're turning on the subtitles with it on. <laughs> no, 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 not even that. I was like, I was like, is he going to is he going to just pull out a, an American accent uh-huh. or is he going to go with his British accent? And she and she just kind of looks at me. And before she could say anything, American accent. There it is. It pops out. Yeah. So and he's got a good one. So, you know, he, he, he does well with it. The Brit, the Brits do. The Brits know how to do the American accent. Yeah. Yeah. So now overall, um, I mean, yeah, so far, I mean, 
I got to at least see where it's going. I mean, now now you're 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 seven hours or shy of six hours invested. So, you know, and the best part about it, 30 minutes. Oh, OK. Is it 30 minutes? Yeah, they're half hour. Oh, OK. I love that. I thought they were longer. No, man. 30 minutes. Just boom. You're just popping through them. <laughs> you know, and the funny thing is, it's like 30 minutes. Perfect. 45, you're like, okay, this is okay. Hour, you're like, eh, now it's getting long. I hate when they're like an hour nine. <laughs> now you're on my time. You're taking up my time. <laughs> well, even if you're even if you're not working out or whatever, you know, it's like, okay, it's eight o'clock. Hour, we're done by nine. Get ready for bed in bed by 930. Mm-hmm. But when you go like an hour nine, now you're throwing off my like bedtime schedule. <laughs> Now I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in bed at like, you know, 937. I'm not going to get eight hours of sleep. <laughs> uh, now, does Anne watch it with you? Anne does not watch it. Audrey and I, Audrey and I watched some of this. Uh, what was it? This Some of the fr- first season in during COVID. But I she kind of she kind of soured on it, whatever. Oh, so she wasn't into it? Nah. OK, so you do it by yourself. Yeah. You OK by yourself? I mean, is, is our lights on? <laughs> Uh, not always. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> oh, I was boy, usually you're brave. Sometimes I'm in bed and Anne's there sleeping and I just have my headphones on and I'm on the phone. Oh, OK. Mando, man, he's back. I know. I was thinking as I was watching this, uh, watching uh, Book of Boba. Well, the title was uh, what was it? An Uncommon Ally or something? Or is that what it was? I thought it was Mandalorian Returns or something. An Unexpected Ally or something. Unexpected ally, yeah. Yeah, but no, what do you think, though? It was it was amazing. I didn't, I couldn't tell. Halfway through, I thought, oh, okay. Like, I, I kept waiting for the rug to be pulled out from under me and for us to leave this storyline and to have Book of Boba take over, you know? Yeah. Or have them, or have them already integrate. And then after that didn't happen right in the halfway point, I was like, all right, well, let's just let's just see where this goes and enjoy it for kind of like a standalone. Uh, but it really was like completely separate. Don't, didn't you feel separate? It, it really felt like Mandalorian season two episode uh, extra <laughs> episode 11 or whatever. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Well, because they didn't bring Boba Fett into it at all. Right. But they did. They had this scene that was extremely poignant. Okay. When it came to, did you take your helmet off? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I never took my helmet off. Did you take yours? And he hesitates and he says yes. Uh And he's like, well, you have to go condone for your sins, essentially. Right, right. And I'm wondering if they did that because Boba Fett is constantly taking his (laughs) helmet off. And it's like, why are you taking your helmet off constantly? You know, and I'm not saying when he's by himself in the healing tank, he's in the town square with his helmet off. Right. You know, I'm beginning to think that that scene was put in place and they said they they made it a point to talk about taking your helmet off and how you have to go to the underground like mines to go condone for your sins or something. Right. Or, or not condone. Atone, atone. Atone for your sins. Yeah, to go atone for your sins or something. And now they're going to be like, oh, Boba Fett, you keep taking your helmet <laughs> off. You got to come with me. 
You think so? I don't think so. I don't think that. I don't know. I don't know. Why would they? Who cares if he takes his helmet? If he took his helmet off, he took his helmet off in front of a robot. I mean, no, no, no. So the robot's fine. The IG Eleven was okay. Yeah, it it was the taking in front of uh, Grogu. Mm. He let Grogu see his face before he left. That's true. Yeah, and that was that, and that was the that was the pause. The cutest in the galaxy. The pause was like. I had to let my son see me for who I am. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, I you know, and seeing Boba Fett, not Boba Fett, um, Mando, man, the um, the Mandalorian. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the whole episode. I'll have to say though, the woman mechanic. Uh-huh. She's just there's something about her that annoys me. Really? You don't like her? I like her. I like her a lot. Oh, you do like her? No, she's an incredible actress. Yeah. Amy Sedaris. You know, and, and and I think it's like, you know how they have like the scenes where the, the thing eats like the spider and then he burps and farts and all this <laughs> stuff. I think like it's, I think her character comes across as that. Mm. Like, I don't think it's her acting that's bad. I think it's the way they direct her to act is what's bad. You know, like she's just like overbearing and annoying or something. Uh, yeah, it's a character. It's a character for sure. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm looking to see. I'm looking forward to seeing where Boba Fett goes next week. Okay. We have two more episodes. We only have two more episodes. That's all we need. Okay. But what is it? Ming now when? Ming now when? Yeah. Yeah. So her character, what's her name? Uh, Finnick Shan Shane. Yeah, something like that. But um, I'm curious to see how. Like she goes and find because she kind of she, she's playing both of them. Right. Yeah. So she was in both and, and she's a uh, like a friend to both. But maybe she's a she's going to play w- or, or pit one against the other. Maybe not. Maybe they're allies. I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, I think from the last episode, we I think I get a a genuine feeling of appreciation from Fennec towards towards Boba. And, and I think, you know, Boba takes his helmet off a lot because he's not a bounty hunter anymore. He's he's a he's a man of the people. He's trying to be, you know, their their leader, their their mayor, their Mandalorians aren't necessarily bounty hunters. That's not why they have their uniform or their helmet. Oh, yeah, I I, yeah, I agree. So Mandalorians aren't always bounty hunters, and it's not the code. It's not this is the, the way. This is the way. But it is for our – the hardwiredness of us, you and I, that watch the original trilogy and have Boba Fett emblazoned in our brains, even though he's only, what, five minutes? I think he has five minutes of screen time or something in three movies or something. Oh, even less. Yeah, it's like two and a half minutes, and 21 <laughs> words or something. And and it was like and and so like to take his helmet off, you know, it's just this the humanizing trope and the way to the way to make him more of a human. Yeah, I, I suppose. Maybe. I mean, to the audience or exactly. something. So he's not so like uh, standoffish and robotic in, in nature. But exactly. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see next week okay. and see how they when they come together face to face, how they play off each other and such. Right. And I think it'll be a lot of a lot of fun and interesting and. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, so how about you, man? What did you watch? Well, I finished Ozark. So you finished Ozark, and you finished uh, The Witcher. Witcher. We finished Witcher. Okay, so Ozark. So Ozark is the. So I heard, oh, this is the final season, right? So I'm like, great. It's the fourth season. 
maybe one too long, but whatever, you know, Breaking Bad had a great six, six year run, so it can happen. But they said Ozark last season, fourth season. What do they do? Part one, season part one, season part two. <laughs> no, they didn't. So it's okay. Pulled a playbook out of uh, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. So it seemed like it was coming to an end, and then it just dirt turns left, and you're just like, oh. And then I think it's coming out in March or April or something like that. So I don't have long to wait, which is great. Um, it, it played out beautifully. I think there's a there's a theme in these two shows, and part of the reason I'm, I'm bringing them up. So wait, in which two shows? Ozark. I'm a, so the first one's Ozark, and the second one is that I've returned to Shit's Creek. Oh, okay, okay. So Shit's Creek, I watched three episodes, three seasons, and I'm like, I'm out. I'm kind of checked out. You know, don't really care about these characters. Yeah. And then I got back on the treadmill, and I'm like, what am I gonna watch on the treadmill? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I do the same thing, man. It's like, ugh, all right, I'll put, I reluctantly put this on, and then you get back into it, and then I'm back into it. I'm in season four, and I'm like, and you want to watch? It's getting better. It's getting good. You know. And she's like, nah, nah, I'm fine, I'm fine. But then a couple times our over our, our workouts overlapped. So I watch Shits Creek out there while I'm working out, and she'll watch it just on the side. But she watches like these independent, you know, isolated shows within the season. And they're still funny, but as a standalone. But the amount of growth for these kids in the in that in that in that show. So both the kids in Ozark and the kids in uh Shits Creek. The Shits Creek kid are kids are much older than Audrey and Bryce. So when you say growth, are you talking about like physical growth? No, I'm talking about character arc and development. Oh, oh, okay. And it's really like it's this they're they're both quad acting cores, right? Ozark and Shits Creek. And they're, you know, parent two parents and two kids. And they're like Anne and Mai's makeup where the kids are a boy and a girl. You know what I mean? So so it's very interesting how they develop the kids against the the backdrop of in Schitt's Creek. It's losing all uh, a huge a huge family wealth from you know illegal and embezzlement and all that other stuff, right? And then in Ozark, it's like having to move to the Ozarks because you're you know in with the mob and doing all this other stuff and trying to launder money. Yeah, right, right. And then the kids. You know, in Ozark, the kids develop a a business sense and they, they both take over and like parts of the business for the parents and the parents are kind of proud of them, but proud of them for what? For being criminals, you know what I mean? For doing criminal endeavors. And then in Schitt's Creek, where they were kind of like slimy rich people and the kids were just like jerks and douchebaggy, you know? Then over the course of this season, they really grew as people and, you know, their their growth was stunted. So they're like in their 20s or, you know, late 20s or whatever. And they are really acting like a 10 year old, you know, what I mean? <laughs> you know, emotionally. And now they've grown and, you know, and they're they're having like real relationships and real emotions and and it's all less superficial. And it's just it's a wonderful thing to see turn. In an episode. So I'm trying to think of like, this goes for six seasons, Shit's Creek, and maybe six seasons if you have a really excellent, excellent show and a showrunner, you know, Breaking Bad says you can go six. So I think maybe six is the thing. So we'll see if the wheels fall off. I'm halfway through season five now, so still still great. Okay. Yeah, and I think you're right about that. I mean, when you look at the majority of shows... 
three seasons is probably enough. And I would say three seasons is about where I want to check out. Yeah. There have been series and shows where I'll go, you know, four to five, six. Breaking Bad, I think, did a good job of of playing out the story arc that kept you engaged. There's a number of, you know, and we've talked about them, you know, obviously the walking dead we talk about, but (laughs) big bang theory and such. And some of them just go on way too long until, you know, it's like, it, it's not even that it's a good show anymore. It's just comfort food. You know, you know, the characters, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, the characters, everybody knows your name, you know, kind of a thing. And, (laughs) I'll have to get into or not get into, but get back into Ozark. Well, we're near the end of this. I don't know if we finished the second season. I think we had like one or two episodes left. Okay. And we it was just getting too much for us. And I think it was just like, I need to take a break from this show. We just never got back to it. Um, And then so say that say say we have two episodes left in season two and then there's season three and then you're caught up season three and i think this is four oh you've already seen four then i just finished it this week yeah okay so so we have twice what we've already watched yeah you're about halfway through gotcha yeah so then you're saying then season four is going to have a second part yes oh god (laughs) so so there's really about 30 more shows that you got to watch episodes 30 more episodes yeah episodes and jason bateman he's he's the director and or or the writer producer whatever it is all the way through well he's yeah he's the producer i don't know about writer director maybe not director but i think he's the writer of it or something laura linney and 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 jason bateman they play so well against each other it's 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 amazing yeah and She's she, in this in this season in season four. She's really given the the space to be ruthless and angry and just like all all of the things that she's she's kind of let lo- let loose. So as the show goes on, she's kind of like the passive wife, then the submissive wife, and then all of a sudden it's like now she's the angry wife, and then all of a sudden she takes the assertive wife. Right. Right. Yeah. So she kind of grows in that in that role. So it's all everything's all about arcs for me, I guess, character arcs. And that that's typical, right? That's 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 good. Yeah, no. That, yeah, I love that. I love that. So that Shit's Creek. Uh, obviously, we talk about Servant yeah. and the Mandalorian. Anything else on your plate? We did that. Uh, the, the Battered Bastards of Baseball, which is an old documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought that up today. So I'll have to watch that. Ann and I watched that over lunch for the past couple of days. Now, it's a documentary? It's a documentary from... Multi-episode? No, one episode. Oh, because you said the past few days. Oh, we just break it up because it's lunch lunch hour. But it's uh, oh, the, uh, a multi-episode is a, a docu-series, we call them. Docu-series, right. <laughs> but it's cool. I think Kurt, I love Kurt Russell, you know, and this is about Bing Russell, about his dad. And it's about thumbing his nose in, in Major League Baseball and the way baseball, like Bing was, Bing Russell was a huge student of the game of baseball. True story? True story, yeah. Okay. And he was an actor in Bonanza for 13 seasons. And when Bonanza ended, see 13 seasons, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, they didn't listen back then either. Uh, but Bonanza, come on people. That was like, there's only like five things to watch on television. So it was one of the five things. Yeah. yeah. But he went up to Portland and he made uh, any, any 
made out of nothing uh portland the portland's Ma- portland's mavericks a, ba- a minor league independent baseball team okay i'll have to check that out and it and and it just it just echoes of goon goon fellas what's the name of that penalty what's it called oh untold crimes and penalties yes goon fellas so <laughs> it really it hits of that you know it's amazing because you know bing's the man bing's the owner of the com- owner of the the team and kurt's right. playing in the team like kurt's a kurt's a a, a batter like a, a one of the one of the baseball players in on this minor league team so it's kind of funny what yeah like in real life as an actor he was also a baseball player yeah wow <laughs> I, okay i gotta watch this now i had no idea and, that's kind of cool bing, bing was such a student of the game that he had he had made videos made videos like like it's that easy he took eight you know he had 18 millimeter and or no 16 sorry 16 millimeter and and he went out and he shot People playing base like his Kurt Russell playing baseball. Yeah, and he would sh- and he would show the pivot, and he had like arrows and stuff, and he was like talking over it. Instructional baseball videos, and they say in the they say in the the uh, documentary that half of the teams in the Major League Baseball use these films to teach their their new players the fundamentals of baseball. Oh, that's amazing! I gotta watch this now. <laughs> I gotta watch this. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, Tra- trainer fodder for sure, but. But give it, give it a watch. I'm all over it. I'll watch it tomorrow. Awesome. How'd your beer finish there? Um, it is finishing right now. <laughs> you still got a, uh, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's. Is it as is it as juicy and sweet as you? Just just as juicy as the first sip. Um, and it you know it's held up. You know, it's a nice, nice cold. It's nice room temperature. It's 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 a good a good solid beer. Now, did you finally come up with a, a, a description of yours? I think I have something that can at least describe okay. it, even if I'm way off. Okay. So it's a lager. Okay. Right. I looked it up, and I had a feeling it was a lager. It didn't taste like a nail, but uh, I looked it up. It's a lager, and my tasting notes, I think, are a malty caramel coriander oh okay but yeah like a coriander malt caramel sort of uh like there's a lot of a lot of the deeper grain that's coming through not much hop at all and it's almost like the lack of hop is pulling forward the malt and the caramel Mm -hmm. but whatever hop there is there it finishes off with like a little bit of coriander so i don't know it's it's a really odd flavor though i don't like if if it wasn't in this costco advent calendar thing i don't think i would buy this okay you know or i'd buy it and be like whoa we're buying this again (laughs) well now you know and it's just part of your your experience exactly it's part of my uh (laughs) i'll take a picture i'm taking a picture of all of them and then i'll put a little uh i'm gonna put a little collage together and then i'll give it to frank and say frank thanks for the 24 beers nice nice all right, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy to hear that, you know, your beer was okay. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, it has some it has some butterflies on it. I like that. The butterfly effect. And and we're and we might be going up again to P- uh, Pismo to see if we can catch some butterflies later in the day. You and your butterflies. You and your butterflies. Any excuse to drive the Tesla, you know, over 200 miles. Are you going tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, wow. Are you guys, are, is, is Clarissa working? She's still working crazy? All of the people I think are back from 
COVID illness. Uh-huh. And so she, I think, will be off. She's planning on being off a little bit early tomorrow. You want to catch dinner? So, yeah, stop by. Maybe we'll have dinner or something. Yeah, let's catch dinner. For sure. For sure. All right. We'll, we'll coordinate. All right. Well, let me know what uh, what you guys do. And uh, you have a, a wonderful night, Ted. All right. You too, man. Okay. Later. See you. Bye. Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rogelio for the music.